I want to go so badly. Like I want to, I want to ride up of there. Of course you do. No, I want to go up there. I want to hang out. I want to float around. It seems so pointless. But it's not pointless. It's, it's something that you know very few people have ever done. And then I would get to be one of the people. And then I can be. Well, like, you've already kind of seen already what it. it looks like from other people. Like, why do you have to see it with your own eyeballs? <laughs> but that's not the whole point. The whole point is to go up there, and then you know you get the view. And you yeah, get but to, you can already see the view from. It's already been seen. Well then, well boy. And why would you also want to go back and look at the thing that you've been doing, like that you've been on? Well, that's just kind of taking the romanticism out of it. It's supposed to be. I oh, I'm sorry. Well, describe it to me better, and maybe I, I can help space. you. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah Stillen. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do you want to remind everybody you go to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Audible link. Right there at the side of the page or scroll to the bottom if you're on your mobile device. And you can click that, sign up for a free trial, get two free audiobooks, one of which you can use to purchase The Zombie Who Cried Human. Oh, that's such a great from book. From Cemetery Dance Publications. I heard that not only you can read it with your eyeballs, but also they hired not one but two amazing audiobook readers amazing. to... Amazing. To... Read the story to you. I believe potentially award-winning. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say that. Award-winning. Ooh. I give us an award. Yeah. I. Why not? Good job award. We yep. get the good job award. We just got a good – we official winners right now. You We've just found out. We've been waiting to announce it. The audio narrators of The Zombie Who Cried Human are official winners of the good job award. So I want to say congratulations to them. And you can get that audiobook right now by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on that audible link right there. Wow. Who that's knew we'd so win an great, award today? Greg. I mean, it's something that's I've been working. Can I ask towards. you just real quick? Uh, yeah. Side note, like, uh, what are you reading right now? What are you reading with your oh, ears? What, with my ears? Yes. Well, I'm out of my sci-fi books, so I'm I'm listening to uh, uh, Doctor Sleep from Stephen King. Oh, Doctor Sleep. So it's the sequel to The Shining. The uh, soon to be. Is it going to be a television show or it's a gonna movie? It's going to be a major motion picture, actually. Sarah. A major motion. Major picture. motion picture starring Ewan McGregor. It's the yeah. It's the sequel to The Shining. Which is, a, is actually like a direct sequel from Stephen King, not like a made-up one that somebody else did. Okay. Where it's like Danny Torrance is old now, and it turns out um, – I'm not going to spoil anything. turns out it sucks when you can like talk to like dead people all the time and like walls of blood are chasing after you and I would, weird creepy twins. I would twins. assume that would probably suck. turns out it doesn't make for a great childhood, and you yeah. kind of get a little bit screwed up by the time you're older. Well, yeah. great. And so I'm glad that you asked me what I was reading. Thank you. I'm, with yes. my ears, I'm reading um, – my latest Sue Grafton novel. I'm on J is for Judgment right now about a man who has taken off. <laughs> they just off. keep going. So you've – It goes to Y. It goes, it goes to Y. She died before Z. It goes eight. to – So you've listened to eight of them. Yeah. I still have so many more. They change – I'm getting kind of nervous though. I will tell you because I looked ahead. After, after K, um, I think K is for Killer or something, they change the voice actor. Oh, boy. I'm really – I am a creature of Wait, habit. The same voice actor had the same same number of the books? The same voice actor has been playing Kinsey Milhone for the past eight books. So she does the first ten. Mm-hmm. And then the other voice actor, the, the next person who's coming up, her name's like Judy something. Mm-hmm. I'm already like dreading it because I hate change. Yeah. And you I've do like, hate change. And I you have hate known, change more than a, a lot of people I know. Yes. And I have known this – I've known Kinsey Mulhone to have this one particular voice. And so already like I'm like, OK, I'm halfway <laughs> through J is for Judgment and then K is for Killer. And then, and then it's like somebody completely new. Like it's going to be hard for me 
Because especially when you listen to an audiobook, I don't know if this is what it's like for anybody else, but you start to associate the voice with the character. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, like, you've been spending, what, ten books building up this character in your mind, and then all of a sudden she changes voices. Right. It would be like if one of us, like, changed voices. I think we should we should try that out someday. Just have a well. Mine's kind of. I have like my allergies going on, so mine kind of changed. But should yeah, I? That's a little like... bit. But I mean, what if we were just like interchangeable characters? Like there's a Greg Nibbler and a Sarah. <gasps> like X in Dylan, video games, not, like, how really... you can like play different characters, but they're or, like there's a the recasting. Like somebody's recast as Sarah Dillon. Like oh yeah, in the tenth season, which we're in our tenth season. I guess we kind of does a year. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. Very long seasons, by the way. Uh, we would say, yeah, like you're, you're recast. I mean, you are doing your real estate stuff a lot. So maybe... Maybe I'm going to start talking with an upward inflection a lot. No, maybe what happens if you get recast? Like you're out doing your real estate stuff and you're not going to be here. Is like you're already not going to be here one week. Like me? Yeah, they'll, they'll still be I'm called... I'm only missing one day this week. They'll still be called Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, oops, that was me. Uh, they'll still be called Sarah X. Dillon. But it's just going to be, you know, a different voice will That's be providing creepy, the role. But I don't now, know what they Now, appearing did. in the role of Sarah X. Dillon, it's Priscilla Jones. Oh, no. Courtney says, like, they did on Roseanne with Becky. I mean, this That's is true. The they thing. did that on Life Goes On with Paige, too. And, and I, I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to. Uh, we love you playing the role of Sarah X. Dillon. I think you've done a great job at it. You've what really if I made don't it, like me? You've really what if made it comes yours. And plays me and was like, that girl is annoying. Well. And then it's not her, it's me. You know what? I mean, do you think, like like Courtney just said, do you think the old Becky liked the new Becky? Probably not. But it doesn't matter. The role's not yours anymore. So if you get recast. But I want it to be mine. And there's a new Sarah X. Dillon in here. Maybe you could do like a cameo as a different person, but you couldn't be Sarah. So I'm just saying, I'm trying to lay down some hints here. You know, I know to figure that, out how to get rid of me? No, I'm not trying to look how to get rid of you. I'm just saying that. If you need to be recast because you're not able to fulfill your obligations and you have to go to, you know, maybe I miss we need, less no. shows than you do. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Craig is like, <laughs> Just, Sarah, I'm not really recasting you. It's okay. You better fall into me. it. Okay, my head's a little clouded. Take it so seriously, I am no. because I'm like, don't take away my happy place. So, but I mean, you know, maybe we need a stunt double who can come in and be Sarah X. Dillon. So that way we can maintain the continuity. But what if that Sarah Stone's cooler than me? Well, that's an issue that we'd have to wor- worry about. I mean, I'm just going to say that <sighs> if you'd like to audition for the role of Sarah X. Dillon, we're not making it public. You can send me an email. Let me know. Is this something you're planning on doing at, like, the live show? Oh, that would make me. The live show on Saturday? Like, so uncomfortable. Just, I just start. People just get up and make fun of me. I'm like, hi, I'm Sarah. I like to color my hair different colors. Oh my God. Hold open auditions Shut for up. Sarah X. No, I didn't even think it. of that. You just put no, that into my head. I was just joking. So we all know that Sarah's been very busy with her real estate, and we love, we love Sarah, right? We all do. And she's done a great job. She's really made this role her own over her time on Fun Employment Radio. It's a tough act to follow. Tough act to follow. But sometimes the show does have to go on. And we will need some for for certain appearances or for certain things where she won't be available. We'll need another Sarah X. Dillon uh, on the roster. So if you would like to audition for the role of Sarah X. Dillon, come on down to the Fun Employment Radio live show this Saturday, June 29th at the Landmark Saloon. (laughs) 
And get, pick up your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. Maybe we'll have an audition if somebody wants to audition. Now, you have to – you've, you've studied they're the character. Really, they're going to be so mean to me. It's got to be somebody – This who's... is like my nightmare. Are you trying no. to take away from it because I was trying to make it your birthday show? No, it's So got... now you're like trying to make me the uncomfortable one? Because, by the way, this is also going to be Greg's birthday show because it is the Saturday before his birthday. And he's terrified that nobody's going to come <laughs> because it's like, oh, it's my birthday and nobody's going to come. And so now you're trying to make me uncomfortable by How God, would taking you... a flip. I, I was just being flippant. How would you write the uh, character description for Sarah X. Dillon? Oh, God. Like if if somebody were to be to you know if we're casting, but like the good one before she became a real estate agent, like had to try and you know sell real estate property. Uh Yes, the good one. (laughs) Before she jumped the shark and became a real estate. agent. Oh my god! I jumped the shark. Fuck. That is the meanest thing I think you have ever said. It is not. That is the meanest thing. (laughs) Whoa, man. I'm like Fonzie on the surfboard, like jump. Oh, you ass. Oh, no. Wow. <coughs> you didn't jump the I shark. I want you. So do I get to. <laughs> you didn't jump I mean, because next time, you know, because I might have to miss uh, again until I get this. Yeah. Until, until what else? So I get the house on the market and I become a real, a real real estate girl. Right. Um, I am going to have to miss shows now and again. You will have to. And I will say um, on Thursday, I've already got to, we've got a surprise replacement who's going to be coming. <laughs> yeah. So I have to, yeah. So I'm, I'm heading to the coast again. Um, if you can't tell, spoilers, I, I am selling, I'm hopefully <laughs> selling a house at the coast. Right. So I have to be, yeah, but I'm just missing Thursday. I'll be back Friday. Mm-hmm. And I'm here tomorrow. For this week. What do you mean? How would someone try out to be? I would just be embarrassed because I don't really like to look at myself too. Like that's why I was unsuccessful at therapy, like looking too. <laughs> Who's deep unsuccessful into at therapy? Looking too deep into because I'm uncomfortable assessing the things that are wrong with me. Instead, like I was having, I've, I've talked about this. I've had I had issues with my therapist to where I'm really good at getting people uh, to like to deflect. I'm, I'm good at deflecting off of myself and getting people to talk to me about them themselves. Yeah. And so I was really good with that, even with therapists. Like, and granted, I don't think my therapists were that amazing. But they, I don't think that if you were able to trick the therapist into talking about themselves, it's probably not a good therapist. No, <laughs> the therapist is, shouldn't be not. talking about themselves. I think, generally speaking, not that I am a therapist, but I'm gonna guess that's not how that works. Yeah. So what you deflect it off, and then yes, I'm a good deflector. So I don't really like know what to look because all I would do is make fun of myself and be like, oh. I like Sue Grafton books and Lifetime movies and macaroni and cheese. Oh, my God. I hate myself. Oh, boy. And macaroni and cheese. I do. And I like shoes and sunglasses. And I love my family and my Uh friends. Yep. And I like tropical summer. And I like riding a bike. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to audition for the role of Sarah X. Dillon, this would be one way in which you could uh, do a little bit of a character study on that. As it's being noted in the chat, I really struck a nerve with this one. I did not realize what we would stumble upon when we when we did this. <laughs> the, the jumping the shark. <laughs> you know the the image for this episode, by the way, it has to be a Photoshop version of you on Fonzie's jumping yes, the shark. Yes, I know. <laughs> Needs to be able to play half doctor. Yep, also noted. Oh, and yeah, that is important. 
Like, I could just, oh, my God, all it's going to be is a mockery of all the dumb shit that I say. Yeah, well, welcome. Um, well, as a half doctor, I can tell you that uh, <laughs> I believe that that's infected. <laughs> Ew. I believe that's infected. That's not the words we need to be <laughs> using on here. doctor. Wow. Well, anyway, get your tickets. No, get your tickets to Greg's birthday party because if people don't show up, then he's going to feel bad and then he won't want, have right. the steam to – Either way, it's the same show. Why are you, at trying, the Landmark to, why are you Saloon. trying to sweep it under the rug, Greg? No, I'm not trying to sweep it under the rug. We can definitely talk about it. I just don't want to confuse. Funemploymentradio.com. Click on the link right there at the top of the page. Uh, you can pick up your tickets to come join us for the live show midday Saturday, 11 a.m. Uh, at the Landmark Saloon, uh, 4847 Southeast Division. Live performance. It's 10 bucks. That's it. It supports us. It'll be a lot of fun. Trust me, we're going to have a lot of fun on this episode. Things are going to be happening that we didn't even know were going to be happening now. An audition for Sarah X. Dillon. My kind of birthday party would be cool if you showed up. But they're also like such sweet people who would do like the most awkward thing about being like, hi, I'm really nice. And and they'd be like nice to me. And that would make oh, me you're trying to plant the seed with that? Oh, my <laughs> gosh, Sarah. I'm just saying. And then there's going to be somebody who's real nice about me. I'm just saying now that I brought that up, I'm like, oh, God, no, someone's going to try and be, like, really nice about it and be like, I'm Sarah and I'm a nice person. I mean, I know the answer to the audition and it's, I'm not going to say it on the air. I know how you win the audition. I mean, I'm the one doing the casting. You're not. I'm also – I get to ca- recast myself. You're going to recast yourself. Maybe. Okay. All right. But you don't get to. Well, I have to work with this person, with this so new Sarah So you don't get to – you didn't cast me. We cast each other. Yeah, but, you know, we've – Moved on. <laughs> we're oh, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> well, anyway, come down to Fun Employment Radio, uh, our live event this Saturday. So the other thing I was going to talk about, now that we went on that, it's it's kind of hard to go back to what I was going to discuss, uh, was that I want I to- think Mr. Jenke would probably make a good Sarah Dillon, but he'd be mean. He might be, yeah. Be He'd be mean? No, not mean. But he'd be funny because he, be, he could do like a very satirical like- yeah, this isn't, you know, gender specific or anything like that. Anybody no, can be, anybody. Yeah, the role can be cast. I mean, the name of the role is Sarah X. Dillon. Oh, so you have to be comfortable with that. But yeah, if you want to be the new Sarah X. Dillon, we could try out an intro. You know what's going to happen, too, is that people bring up, like, all these ticks and things that I have that I don't uh-huh. realize about it. Like, when you were always saying, like, that's my jam. Like, that's what I'd say if I was impersonating you a lot. Yeah. And then talk about how comfortable I am with being short. And then how my hairline's totally not receding. <laughs> What, if you're playing me? Yeah. The, with the role where, where my role? Mm-hmm. Talking about the time I met Alex Trebek. I don't talk about that that often. A lot. I don't bring that up too much. Mm-hmm. I did meet Alex Trebek, though. It was on the set of Celebrity yeah, Jeopardy. about um, sandals, how passionate you are about them. No, I don't wear sandals anymore because somebody's verbally abused me into not wearing them. I've been bullied into not wearing sandals. Well, you should probably learn to stand up for yourself there, buddy. <laughs> Anyway, so we were talking earlier today. Before I accidentally came up with that idea, uh-huh. we don't need to do the auditioning for Sarah X. Dillon thing. Oh, no, we are. We are. And if you would like to, please send me an email. That way you make sure it's, it gets to me, Greg, at funemploymentradio.com. And let me know. And we will uh, we'll get you in there for an audition live in front of everyone, in front of the live studio audience this Saturday. All right, anyway. <laughs> you don't want to do that. I mean, come on. There'll be other people there. Like, you don't feel like going up in front of people. Yeah, and... you do. No. I'll make it very easy for you. I'm very comfortable to work with. I can make you quite comfortable on stage, and we will make sure that this uh, works out very well. I'll set, you, I'll set you up. I'll give you the best audition possible. 
And uh, <laughs> it's been a couple of a couple of other traits that are being noted is Mr. Jakey said, I can hit the restroom as soon as the show is supposed to start, as good as anyone. <laughs> True. All right. Well, we've really got this worked out here. Okay. Okay. Well, the other thing I was going to bring up is <laughs> now, now that it doesn't make any sense anymore, from the beginning of the show is I want to go to space. I want to go to space real bad. I think I've got a bit of an issue. I've yeah, been watching. Is... I've been listening to too many of my sci-fi books, you know, and I think it's kind of really gotten into my brain. And then I follow too much of everything that's going on with the space race, and I want to go. And I know they have they have it out there now where you can buy a ticket. It's rather expensive, but. Uh, they they have it out where I can't. Wait, what's it. the space race? Oh my gosh! What? You don't know what the space race is? No. Did you? <gasps> bring it? No, you've never brought it up. I've never heard Sarah, of the space race. <clears throat> allow me to indulge you. So the space race that I'm referring to is the commercial space race. There are a number of different uh, companies working on this, but the commercial entities, three of them, include. Elon Musk with SpaceX, Jeff Bezos with Blue Origin, and Richard Branson with Virgin Galactic, three different commercial space ventures, aiming for different things. One being uh, SpaceX, what they want to be, deliver things to the space station, and then eventually take people to the moon where Elon wants to form a colony. I regret asking. Jeff Bezos, on the other hand, with Blue Origin, a bit more secretive. What they're planning on doing is setting up a lunar colony. They believe they can do this by the mid-2020s, where you would have an Amazon on the moon. And then Virgin Galactic, which is Richard Branson, they just want to take people up there and fly you around in a, sp- in a plane and be like, hey, there's no gravity here. Sweet. Stay up here. So it's Here's just a million three dollars. old rich dudes yes. who are just like, all right, let's yes. space powers unite. Correct. No, they're all against each other. It's part of the space race. But I would like to go up in any one of those. I think it would be great. Uh, Steven says, wait, am I watching Greg on DT? I know, I realize I talk about this a lot everywhere. But that is, uh, that is what the space race is. I want to go to space. All these people are going to need to go up there. Why can't I? You feel like you deserve to go to space just because other people have? I want to go. Wouldn't you want to go? Not particularly. You don't want to go to space? No, because I mean, like, I've seen it. I've seen the pictures and the videos. I don't want to be up there. Plus, I have a fear of heights. Like, imagine floating in the middle of nowhere. Like, yeah. no, I would not like that. Or maybe that would be like my complete 100% zen space because like it finally happened. Like I'm tethered to nothing and like, all right. Like you wouldn't know up or here's down. Here's what it is. There is no up or down. Like you'd just be looking around. No, I will say it does make me kind of uncomfortable, especially with like the high tech new like, what was that Sandra Bullock movie with her floating around through oh, space? Yeah. Uh, I'm blanking on the name, but yes. Yeah. Like that That stuff makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. That'd be a slow go to. Well, I mean, not that slow, but if you just slowly like... You run out of oxygen as you're floating away, knowing that nobody could ever come get your get your remains. They're just floating out there forever. Wow. Yeah, that part would be a little bit of an issue. However, I think I think this would be pretty sweet. I want to I want to go up. But you were saying that one of the reasons you wanted to, and this is what I was kind of having issues with. I mean, not issues, just questioning. Mm-hmm. You said you want to like be up in space and just look down at Earth. Yeah, I think it'd be neat. But, I mean, you're already on the Earth, so you just want to, like, go all the way out to space just to look at the thing that you've already been on? Yeah. I mean, I want to look at that, and then I want to look at the stars. I mean, you can see more stars you could ever see down here. So that would be pretty cool. And then, you know, maybe zip on over to the moon for a bit if I have my if I have my choice. Yeah. Yeah. No, but right now, yeah, I want to go to the International Space Station. I totally do. Do you want to go there just to be able to look at space, or do you want to, like, meet other space people? I'll meet other space people, but then I'll be like, okay, I need my distance, you know? I know we're in this crowded International Space Station. You all are astronauts, but I'm going to need to Did they give you, like, myself. Star Trek-like outfits to wear? 
<laughs> you do have outfits. No, in all honesty, how it works, if you want to go up there, yeah, you have to go through a whole bunch of training, and then it's like $100 million, I think is what it works out to. It's pennies. And you can go up there. Mm-hmm. Yep. So if I had $100 million, I would totally do it, though. In a heartbeat. I'm yeah. excited for you. Yeah, I would go up there. So you're never going to space is what you're saying. No, um, no, probably no. not. No. Unless you know they Unless I win a contest. What if they have a contest to be I like, mean, they'll probably have space contests. Like they probably Willy will be. Wonka, you know, golden ticket ones. That is the contest that I want to I want to win. Maybe it'll be in like buckets of Tang or something. Do they still make Tang? I don't know if Tang is still part of the thing. Tang was so good. Did you eat Tang as a kid? Yeah. No. Yeah, because it's astronaut. Uh, yeah, because it was astronaut like astronaut string. like powder and mm-hmm. juice. I don't even know if that's actually true. The more I think about it, I don't know if the astronauts actually did drink Tang up there. But I know that's what it was always said. It's no, like, that's because we're like, yeah. oh, astronauts drink Tang. Yes, astronaut Tang, you astronaut ice cream, tang. astronaut juice. You know, there's all astronaut pens because it'll write upside down. Oh, yeah. You know, there's all those things. Um, there, I did... This is true. I actually interviewed former astronaut Mike Massimino yesterday. This is why this is also on my brain. And he is part of an initiative to bring cookies to space. They're bringing an oven what because they don't cookies? know because they can't cook things up there. They have food, but it's all freeze dried. This they would be able to actually bake cookies with this space oven. They're sending a space oven. I don't bake cookies on Earth. I wouldn't want to bake cookies in a space oven. All right, now I'm looking. Tang is an artificially flavored drink mix that was formulated by uh, General Foods in 1957 and first marketed in 1959. Um, Its sales of Tang were poor until NASA used it on Chung Glenn's Mercury flight in 1962 and on subsequent missions. Since it's been associated with the U.S. manned space flight program, it created the misconception that Tang was invented for the space program. Oh, yeah. It was not. It was just brought out there. Uh, It's being asked in the chat, did you say eat Tang? I would sometimes eat Tang. You ate Tang? Oh, no, Sarah. That's a powdered drink. Probably a lot of younger people don't know what Tang is. It's like a it's a drink mix. Tang is like a Kool-Aid drink mix, and it came kinda, in like a yeah. tub kind of thing. And it was like orange and like – it was like orange and white kind of. Do you remember it was like kind of orange well, the crystals? Color, yeah, but like the, the, flavor, colors. the flavor's orange. And the flavor was just a super strong, like very pungent orange flavor. Yeah, the white was probably sugar in there. Yeah, it was just like straight up like <laughs> sugar and like mm-hmm. – saccharin soaked like orange flavoring yeah no my sister and i would like lick our fingers and then this dip it in the so powder sense what do you mean that's that makes a lot of it's sense. like what astronauts did that is not what astronauts did you don't know that true i would know yeah we had these there. old empty like um i remember my mom would empty old like jugs of like old juice jugs and stuff and then we would make the tang inside of the juice jugs and like shake it all up yeah and then drink our tag and then just be like on a crazy ass sugar high for like a half hour. Yeah. That was like crack for kids. See, why why wouldn't you want to go to space and eat tang then? Eat your tang. Drink and eat it. Yeah. I don't need to go to space to do it. All right. Well, I I would definitely go. That's would be the great birthday adventure for me. It's going to space. So who wants to Not going that? to the landmark saloon for it. Landmark seven, saloon is number it's one. A close second. I would say okay, landmark saloon. Number one, space number two. Okay. Well, yeah. that's good to know. That's where it would be. And so right. that's going to be happening on Saturday. <clears throat> that I'm going to space? Oh, no, the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, do we have, a, do we have some world of crazy we to discuss do, here? We do, if you give me just let's, a minute. Uh, I really feel like we kind of did, but I mean. Well, yes, I know there is a lot. But let's talk about other people's crazy. That's what always makes me feel better about myself. Well, now when I, I hear dumb things that other too. people do, 
So for, oh my God, like, you know, being as old as I am now, if I had a glass of Tang, I would just balloon. I would just be like, have one drink, just be like, boom. <laughs> I mean, there's so much sugar in that shit. Oh my gosh. I remember as a kid when, like, you can't even tell sugar. I remember thinking, like, this is very, very sweet. What? Steven, uh, it's being noted here, Tang compared to Kool-Aid was awful. Steven says it's like the Ovaltine of hot cocoa. Oh, I loved Ovaltine. Of course you did. Ovaltine was so good. The Ovaltine of hot cocoa, so you mean better? But you also like the Kraft mac and cheese, like the cheap, cheap stuff. I like the, the delicious flavor. Kraft mac and cheese. You like Ovaltine the fake flavors. Ovaltine was so good. Ovaltine has this, like, malty taste to it, too. Yeah. My mom used to always get us, we never had, like, you know, whatever, like, the Hershey's powder or whatever. My mom would get us the carnation. I don't know if anybody else mm-hmm. had these. The carnation yeah. packets. Mm-hmm. And they had in- carnation like, instant breakfast stuff. No, no, no. The um, like the powdered milk packet, like the flavors for milk. Uh huh. And they would come in packets. And one would be like chocolate. One would be like malted chocolate. And there'd be like vanilla and strawberry. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember those? Oh no, I do. Yeah, I remember the carnation. Yeah, I love the malted chocolate. It tastes like a malted milk ball in a glass. It was so good. Just like a whopper in a glass. Wow. And oval team was really good because it was like creamier too. I think that on our Saturday show, and this will be the last addition to it, we might be able to do some auditions for Starbucks, and we'll see. Greg's birthday, and I think we need to bring some Tang to mix uh, to make some drinks. <laughs> I'm not but... drinking Tang with beer. No, I think that we're going to have a vodka sponsor, if I remember correctly, or some sort of – well, we'll have something. I think so. Well, some sort of alcohol that we can – why did Alexa just turn on? Alexa, don't listen to me. Um – Okay, we'll, we'll we work it out. Maybe mix it with something. Maybe. Maybe, tequil- Maybe the tequila guy can mix it Teque- with something. No, tequila and tang sounds absolutely Tequila disgusting. and tang, that sounds like your nickname. Boo, boo. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Will I ever breathe normally again? Is this what allergies are going to be like forever now? I don't know, but you're making it real hard for somebody. Like, whoever's going to audition for the role of Sarah X. Dillon, they're going to have to commit. They have to drink tang now, Ovaltine. Constantly have a cold. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot in there. I'm a person of many layers. Is that what you're saying? That's what I'm saying. I would be. I am a a challenging role. It is a challenging role. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a multi layered character. Sure. Who seems like one thing but could be another or another right. or another. Yep. All right. Oh, did I already say it? Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right, Greg. Are you a fan of Kentucky Fried Chicken? Uh no, not particularly. Well, thank you. I went. I, I on my story. I had, no, I mean, I haven't gotten it. In a All right, while. then I'll we just used move to go on. when I was a kid because I would go get the mashed potatoes and gravy, which are delicious. You don't like their skin, though. You don't like the skin on the chickens. It's, phrasing it that way was one of the most awkward phrases I've ever heard. You don't like their skin, though. You don't like the fried chicken skin. Yeah, but I don't like saying it like that. Do you want to eat the skin, Greg? No, that's so disturbing. Well, now you can eat the skin all by itself because KFC is now releasing their fried tasty chicken skin without the chicken attached to it. No, I will not eat that. You can eat there. No. (laughs) Various international locations are just selling bags of fried chicken skins. No, there's something unnerving about that. KFC is now making many people's dream a reality. In certain parts of the world, I don't think it's in America yet, but fingers crossed, any day now. Uh, So this is first being announced at KFC Indonesia. 
Uh, so this is just starting out in six uh, locations in Indonesia. Um, so it does seem as if they might be expanding it perhaps over to North America where they're just selling little tasters, little buckets, like, you know, like how they have like the chicken fingers or like French fries, but it'll just be like little little chicken skins. Ew, little chicken skins is really gross. That sounds like a rapper. Little chicken skins. What's up? I'm little chicken skins. All right. Um, so now people who have uh, had the chance to eat these little chicken skins have described them as salty and, quote, different from what you'd expect. Um, but also it seems like many of the KFCs who have these are selling out daily and quickly due to high demand. KFC previously introduced a similar item in the Philippines when they added what they called cracklins to their menu. <laughs> I don't know Which why it's smaller, so like bite size like popcorn chicken, but they were like popcorn chicken skins. Which is basically popcorn chicken for the most part anyway. I mean if you eat popcorn chicken, there's hardly any chicken in there. Just like a num num. Num num. So uh just so you know, so uh cur- currently if you're in Indonesia listening to us, uh you can go get your your bag of little chicken skins. Indonesia hell is he building in there? All right. This is good. So chicken skins. In wow, thanks for the contribution, Greg. Oh, Indonesia. chicken skins. Indonesia. Do you know what that's from? Foggy head over there? No. Okay. I, it, that was something. What was it from? We'll leave it for a... Some people will get what I just I feel like said. you were doing your Joe Bluth impression. I was waiting for you to say, with club sauce. Nope. I'll let you figure it out. No, thank you. All right. All right. Story number one. Story number two about Sylvester Stallone. Oh. Now, Sylvester Stallone fans are upset and are now speaking out. I'm upset. They are now speaking out about a black tie dinner that he hosted called An Evening with Sylvester Stallone. Well, he's going to be hosting. But he has put out the prices for what it costs, and everyone is just angry about it. Oh, they're upset with him? Because they are hitting out now after being... Told that there that Sylvester Stallone was going to be charging over one thousand dollars just to get a selfie with him. <laughs> I mean, if people are dumb enough to pay it, why not? So Sylvester Stallone is uh, on this tour. He's t- telling untold stories of behind the scenes and promoting his final Rambo film called Last Blood. Um, so this is going to be an evening with Sylvester Stallone. takes place across three dates in August and September. We'll see a live stage interview, a three-course dinner, film prop models, and an auction-selling signed memorabilia. The cheapest package starts at $160 but goes up to $1,081 if you want to get a photo with him. <laughs> I mean, nobody has to go to this, you realize. <laughs> if he, if to their people head, will Greg, pay $1,000, then let them pay $1,000. Well, I guess this company is the same company that also represents Arnold Schwarzenegger and Mel Gibson. So it's old dude. So it's old, old, dude old white dudes who have been in like, yeah, whatever, but like manly and An like evening with Sylvester Stallone. Um, so the same event charges the same amount for Arnold Schwarzenegger. So it's $1,081 to get a picture with Arnold Schwarzenegger at this fancy dinner. However, at Mel Gibson's dinner, you can get one for a... Low, low price of $828. So I guess that they are both also doing tours. Both of them are sold out, but it is still uh, on the market to go see Sylvester Stallone if you would like to buy a $1,000 ticket. No. He's just freaky looking. I mean, that's fine. Uh, 
I would interview him. But no, for 160 Oh, you get a three-course dinner with it? I'm taking a look here. And an auction... <laughs> oh, and an auction <clears throat> selling signed memorabilia. Wait, so, so you get... To so, see an auction offering for you to spend more according money. According to this, yeah, 160 bucks. the person can attend the event, which includes a live interview, three-course dinner, and an auction selling signed memorabilia. So it's not even him doing anything. It's somebody else interviewing him. Somebody's on stage interviewing, well, I want that job. Somebody else interviewing Sylvester Stallone. Do you really want to be interviewing Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, because at, that, at those rates, it's probably a decent rate. Okay. I mean, it's all pre-planned. You're, it's not like you're giving any, like... Boom, surprise, questions to Sylvester Stallone. Like, it's probably all written out in the contract. You asked exactly these questions, and this is what you do. I suppose. Oh, yeah. It's not a, like, he's just going up on stage like, all right, it's a wild ball, you know. He's like a wild card. He's not going to be like. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, so, how are you? Oh, all he has to do is just, you know, yell some things and say some movie quotes, and he'll be good to go. Yep. Adrian, you know, he yells out Adrian at one point. Like Sylvester Stallone, what's oh, what's so your favorite awkward. line that you've ever had from any of your movies? Well, I think I'd have to say it's uh, Adrian, and then everybody's like, "Yeah!" Boom! That's one question. Wow. One question. Okay. What other movies did he do? Um, Rambo. I can't remember what Rambo says though. He was in um, He's been in Demolition Man. Oh, that's true. That was a good movie. Yeah. That's pretty much about my Sylvester Stallone. Sylvester, so so Mr. Stallone, I noticed that you got a that um, you know you're you travel a lot in the world, and I understand that you just had a, a new home built in uh, in Italy where you have a we have a place. Um, what was the story with that? Well, I had another house there, but it wasn't big, so I had to demolition it, man. And then build my new Don't. <laughs> Don't. I want to write Sylvester Stallone's entire thing. You want to write his, yes. his punchlines? Yes. Why don't you send them to him and see if he'll use them? He'll be like, hey, I like this kid. Uh-huh. Let's bring him uh, along. I like this kid. Let's bring him on. Is that, are, are you actually trying to I do an impression? I think that's what I'm doing. I'm doing <laughs> Sylvester Stallone. I think that makes it sadder when you're actually trying. Because Kid Creed... He's going to be something. I should mute myself. Yeah. I bet he works in the title of all of his movies, though, in, in, in the entire thing. <sighs> FYI, I have his movies, though. I don't um, know. Finally, I do have one more story out of Conch Key, Florida. Sounds like a magical place. Conch Key. Well, a drunk fish house worker in the Florida Keys threatened his co-workers with a, f- with a fillet knife and got naked and, and resisted arrest this past weekend. A drunk fish house worker in Conch Key, Florida, which is in the Florida Keys. So deputies had to respond to a call about a drunken disorderly man at Nichols Seafood of Conch Key around 5 p.m. on Friday night. I mean, they- if you're going to do it, just have fun with it. I mean, might as well just just go for it. Yeah. When they arrived, one of the co-workers said their uh, fellow co-worker, 46-year-old Aiden Torna Morales, had been drinking at work, became belligerent, and was asked to leave. I was drinking at work again. 
Satorna Morales caused over $1,000 in damages to security cameras and even painted the screen of one camera with spray paint. He reportedly threatened his coworkers with a fillet knife, which is creepy, oh, which they yeah. were able to take away from him easily. Then he decided to strip naked and wander around the property. When deputies arrived, they found him passed out naked in an office smelling of alcohol. They told him to get dressed so he, they could talk with him. But Torna Morales cursed at them and tried Curses. to slam the door. Never. Finally, he complied and walked out of the office in the nude. But as deputies were putting him into a patrol car, he started kicking at them. It was then they shocked him with a taser and threw him in the back of the car. What? On the way to jail, he repeatedly continued to bash his head against the patrol car's partition and had to be put into a restraint chair. Wow. Well, now, because of all the outbursts and, you know, the maybe not trying, don't kick a cop. This guy ever uh, eaten at Burgerville? Um, sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, well, he is currently being held on a $45,000 bond, which means what? That his bail is 450000 I think so. Isn't like a bond 10% of I always forget exactly how it works. I think it is. All right. Well, it is facing charges of disorderly intoxication, damaging property, battery on a law enforcement officer, and resisting an officer with violence. I believe he is going to be living there for a little while. So there you have it. It's your world of crazy. Crazy. Oh, God. I thought you were going to do like another Sylvester Stallone impression or something. Hey. That was pretty good. That was the Fonzie there, Shark Jumper. Uh, I was uh, going to say. Well, aren't they, they sound kind of the same. No, they're different. Stop or my mom will shoot. You know, that was not one of them. That's not the best Sylvester <laughs> Stallone I've probably ever done. <laughs> All this and more. Oh, boy. Stop or so my not, mom will shoot. Not only is it Greg's birthday, not only. <laughs> Are we auditioning to replace me? Not only will no, we have we're not some adding tang, that on. We will also be having Greg part, Nibbler no, do his best Sylvester you're Stallone impression. This impressions. show jumped the shark before jump the shark before it's before it yep. even happens. So no, I'm no Stallone. The rest, this. yes. I do have one quick thing for Ball Talk. Oh. I wasn't anticipating that. Oh boy. It was not a in real, the list, Greg. A real really shaking it, it up. Let me tell you. Did you put it in the list? It was not in the list. Yeah. Exactly. So everyone who just heard him say that, he did not put that on the list. For uh, those of you rehearsing at home for your character study. Was that you trying to be mean because you feel bad about your terrible Sylvester Stallone impressions? Oh, I don't feel bad about those. You should. My bubbles shoot. Oh, God, it's getting worse. Let's talk balls. Balls. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. (coughs) Trade season. <laughs> People are saying, how is that getting worse? That's good, <laughs> it is. Oh, man. That red boo. All right. There's a, a trade season is upon us oh, no. for the NBA, especially with um, <laughs> with uh, free agency starting. I believe July 1st is when free agency starts. Or maybe it's July 2nd. Either way. Uh, NBA trades are starting to happen, and the Blazers have made one of those trades. Mr. Evan Turner. Evan Turner no longer plays for the Portland Trailblazers. Um, Evan Turner went to Atlanta for Kent Bazemore. Yay. Yay. Kent Bazemore. Yay. Kent Bazemore. Uh, So that's one trade that's happened. There's a lot more that's going to be going on, although it has a lot to do with uh, 
Kevin Durant, who is injured, is not even going to play next year, but pretty much the entire NBA is waiting for him and Kawhi to make their decisions. Oh, boy. And then the cards will fall. Oh, boy. So Kawhi Leonard may be going. The Clippers, Clippers fans have put up two billboards trying to get Kawhi to come to L.A. to play there, or he's going to stay in Is Toronto. this like, the, like when the, uh, Cleveland was trying to get LeBron and they were writing all those songs? And mm, Not quite that bad. That was... That but was, it's getting close. That was Cleveland wanting LeBron to stay. Please stay, LeBron. Oh, yeah. We, we really, really need, need you. <laughs> oh, that's the saddest thing that has ever happened in all of sports. An entire city, like, please stay, LeBron. And you know what he did? He, he left. left. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he ended up coming back later, but he left. Oh, my God. That was so bad when that happened. Uh, anyway, Kawhi Leonard, they want, uh, they want him to... Uh, <laughs> They want him to stay in Toronto. Who knows? We'll see what happens with that. Uh, also, there's something else. This is coming from the world of bas- from the world of baseball. There's an epidemic going on, and this is a strange one, having to do with a certain player and women who are getting arrested what? around him. Not for anything he's doing. So this, uh, I'm pulling up his name here right now. Of course, it shut down on me, but I've got it. Okay, yes, it's it's Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger is a player for the L.A. Dodgers, and apparently women cannot resist running out onto the field to try to hug him. What is his name? <laughs> I love how you want to look at some of his name. Cody Bellinger. Cody. So it's happened two games, I believe in two nights, where women have jumped onto the field to run to him. What do they think they're going to accomplish? I don't know. And then they try to hug him, and then they get arrested. So he did an interview with it. He's like, yeah, it's really weird. I don't know why they keep doing it. And, then I, yeah, and there was one fine. woman. He's fine. I don't know. Like, he's not that. No, this is, women are going crazy over him, apparently. Like, ones that, ones that want to jump out and. Uh, so and it's like, him. it's the crazy ladies. It's cra- oh, yeah, it's crazy, crazy ladies. Crazy lady type. Crazy lady type. And so then they get arrested and go to jail. So that's what's going on. It's a strange phenomenon. That is bizarre. I mean, because I, I too, have weird? watched football, or football, baseball, and there are a lot better good-looking players to jump on the field. I don't know. Field. Yeah, but he plays with the Dodgers, maybe? That's part of it? More crazy people in L.A.? I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Huh. But that's what Did it is. Did he date... He oh, dated okay. Kardashian? No, he dated a Bachelor star. Oh. Becca Tilly. Okay, maybe that's part of it? Yeah. Becca Tilly. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Beats me. Well, anyway. He just kind of looks like a dingus. Yeah. Well, that's what's going on. So there it is. All right. With that, that concludes this edition of Ball Talk. All right. Oh, wait. What's... Wait. I'm sorry. There's one more thing here. There comes a time. Oh, God. When a decision must be made. Oh, no. Will the king move on or will he stay? Oh my god, it's so good. to love you half as much as we do. No more. No, more. no, because I think, I, I bet they like copyright. I don't will think that this is copyrighted. Go, will you stay? What will we do with that big sign if you move away?
Oh my god. I, mean, I hope so for their pathetic. sake they didn't copyright Just it. Tell us, King, what changes we must make. <laughs> tell us, King. Oh no. We name every street LeBron if that's what it takes. Oh, this is the girl who used to be in the real world. Okay, all right, that's enough. That's enough. That concludes this dish to bust. Oh, it's just so, it's just so uh, mind-numbing. Oh, whoopsie-dizzy. Were you just pointing at me because the the ending, the closing music wasn't playing as though it were my fault that I had muted it? Please play <laughs> LeBron. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call at 503-575-9120. If you are having issues at your house. What kind of issues? Regarding pests, or you want to have your house uh, checked out to see if you possibly have, like, ant issues, or maybe you got some mice getting into something, or maybe you just want to get a checkup to make sure that your house or your property is okay, I know who you need to get a hold of, and that is Black's Pest Services, blackspestservices.com. Find sponsor of Fun Employment Radio, roommate Ryan actually just called them, former roommate Ryan. Oh, wonderful. Yep, they just came out to his house and uh, check stuff out for him. So did they have to remove him <laughs> for a pest removal? I see what you're doing there. Uh, you didn't have to explain it, Greg. I think it was clear. Blackspestservices.com. Fine sponsor, Fun Employment Radio. We really do appreciate them. They're great, and uh, and we really love them being a part of this. Also, if you want to audition for the role of Sarah oh, X. Dillon, no, buy your ticket right now. FunEmploymentRadio.com for the. Live show this Saturday, June 29th at Landmark Saloon, 447 Southeast. Thank you so much to everyone who's picking up tickets, too. It's filling up, and we're super stoked. We want to make sure that we can show all of our ridiculousness, too. Yes. Live and in person. It'll happen. All right. I think that's probably about it for today. It's being asked if Sarah wrote that joke on her own. Yes. Yes, she did. So that's one more thing in the... She's trying to throw it all out there to throw off whoever's auditioning. Make it a tough one. Oh, no. Sarah, did you have anything else you wanted to add in there? Nope. I'm just, I'm happy to be here, everybody. And I hope you have a wonderful day today. What? That's not true. All right. That's not Half true for you. What? All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Plummet Radio. Duck up, my friends. Duck up, my bamboo shoots. No, that's not it. That's Will you not stop it. already? Jesus. Well, it's getting worse. I've got to get it figured out. No.